Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to Circa. In Circa Unlocked, you'll get to know some of the incredible Circa concierges who are your friends to ask anything, anywhere in the world. They've got incredible recommendations for best food experiences and hidden gems, and they're excited to share them with you. If you want to find out more, go to circatravel.com and download the Circa app. In Circa, that's spelled C-E-R-C-A, you'll find maps, notes, and pictures, plus immersive guides to the most interesting places in the world and the best travel podcasts, including this one. Plus, you'll be able to chat with a circuit concierge yourself. So, put your headphones on, sit back, and let's see what our friends have in store for us. Circa. Love the world you live in, and we'll help you explore it. We have these old school Danish hot dog stands. And now I've tried hot dogs a lot of places all over the world and nothing beats a Danish hot dog. So what you have to ask for though, you gotta ask for a resto hot dog med the heel. So that is a, a roasted hot dog with everything. And that is also a truly cultural experience and something you know that you can just enjoy any time of the day. Hi, Neil here. On this mini-series of Unlocks, we're going to Copenhagen. Frederick is an entrepreneur and our Circa concierge in the picturesque capital city of Copenhagen. Remember, you can chat with Frederick directly or any of our amazing Circa concierges around the world in the Circa app. Also, don't worry about taking notes. As always, every place mentioned in this episode will be in the app too. So, let's unlock... Copenhagen. I've known you for 25 minutes and three seconds, but I know you're a foodie already. <laughs> yes. I mean, you have to be also when you've been working with spirits for such a long time. I mean, what I didn't even know like what what Danish cuisine is kind of considered. So there's like uh, Danish cuisine is, well, it's very famous are these smørbrød, these uh, open-faced sandwiches. That's definitely a go-to. You can have it like we have very good like um, bakery as well, right? So we have like uh, both uh, white bread and rye bread. It's like very dark, almost as dense as like a cake sometimes. 
like soft and chewy. So we have that, and then you could either you could, you have so many different variations, right? But we one of the very classic thing to have is like pickled herring in um, different ways. You have a uh, like fried place um, that is like breaded and fried up. So that's like a crispy flatfish. Tatar, you can have uh, Parisian steak, which is like a, a prepared tatar. Then also like you put like an egg yolk on it and you have like all these accoutrements that you just like pile on it and then you eat that. I mean, there's so much like salmon and eggs and shrimp and eggs. And you know, there's like fried pork with crackling uh, and red cabbage. And so like Ooh, this very Danish food is in general, I would say heavy. It's, you know, it's like uh, for the people who were plowing the fields in the old days, right? Sure. Like they needed some like sustenance to like uh, keep going. So, and then also in the evenings, our national dish is steak flisk. So it's this thick pieces of uh, bacon, but it's not like unsmoked bacon that is um, just fried on the pan. So it gets crispy. And then you just dip it in a white sauce that you put parsley in, and then just eat it with that with potatoes. So that's like our, our national dish. How about like break like breakfast? You guys do you guys like do big breakfast or do you snack through the day or we do breakfast, but I mean it's more of a people like to go out for like breakfast and brunch and stuff like that. But that's like a bit more like a very classical, you know, pancakes, yogurts, um, stuff like that, bacon, eggs. I would say we don't have like a big like thing like Danish breakfast culture in itself is probably more like porridge, like oat oat porridge and just oats and milk and stuff like that. Uh, muesli, uh, bircher muesli. Sure. Uh, so something more like, uh, also like filling, but lighter at the same time. Right. Something that has like a slow release of energy throughout the day. Um, and then also if you come during uh, the festive season, like, um, like now, like in December, uh, Glück is uh, a really good thing to go for as well. It's um, it's like a spiced mullet wine that is just a craze. Everybody drinks it. Everybody loves it. And it's you only get it during uh, December. But it's also such a nice thing, right? It's like warm alcohol in your belly. <laughs> what's, a, what's sort of a classic home-cooked Sunday family meal? Yeah, I mean, that would be, you know, like a pork roast with crackling, red cabbage, potatoes, just the regular potatoes. We also have like a browned sugar potatoes. So you like melt the sugar with butter in the pan and then you just coat that on the um, on the potatoes. Really nice, you know, like a nice uh, dark gravy with that. Um, maybe like a little bit of a uh, also a red cabbage salad, perhaps, just to keep a little bit of freshness there. But I think that would be, you know, a classic uh, dish that you would have on like a Sunday, like the sun, like the Danish Sunday roast. It sounds beautiful. Oh God, I'm just making me miss living in England. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> it's kind British of the same. culture. But we don't have any like Yorkshire puddings here, so. Ooh. I, because I know I, d I do this in Barcelona a lot, where I see. I see visitors on the, on the, on Las Ramblas, like eating a paella and sangria in the middle, in the you know at night, and I'm I'm just like, oh no, you poor people! Like, what 
what is the equivalent in Denmark? What, like, what are the mistakes you think people make with food? Oh, the faux pas? Yeah. That's the thing. I don't think you can really make a mistake. It's just, you know, it's food. It's there for your <laughs> enjoyment and it's there to just be enjoyed anytime, anywhere. Like, there's also something that I like. But also, I will say though, what you can enjoy 24 7 is a Danish hot dog. Because we have these old school Danish hot dog stands. And there is nothing, I've now tried hot dogs a lot of places all over the world, and nothing beats a Danish hot dog. So what you have to ask for though, to like really get that true experience of a Danish hot dog, you gotta ask for a Reste hot dog med the heel. So that is a kind of like a roasted hot dog with everything. It's pretty much what it means. Wow, okay. But that's what you have to ask for when you go to like one of these old school Danish uh, hot dog stands. And that is also a truly cultural experience and something, you know, that you can just enjoy any time of the day. And then you can have like, you know, with bacon on, without bacon on, big sausages, small sausages, cheesy sausages, chili sausages, you know, you get the whole thing. I put bacon on everything. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> as long as it's crispy. Yeah. Don't want any like soggy bacon. That's just sad. No, no. Floppy bacon is not for anybody. No, definitely not. <laughs> Take that back home to England. <laughs> I guess apart from the importance, the culturally important hot dogs, are there any other like behavioral cultural things to know around food? No, I would say though that it is becoming more frowned upon to, you know, be your little amateur uh, Instagrammer every time you're at a restaurant. People are getting pretty tired of that behavior. I can tell you that much. Like, having to sit and wait for somebody to be taking pictures of your food. It's like, the restaurants don't want it. It's taking too much time. They need, like, also turnover of their tables. And the food is getting cold. And it's just like a really bad idea. So just, you know, stay away from that. And besides that, you should be pretty good. I totally agree. <laughs> and also, like, yeah, and also don't spit out your food if you don't like it. I mean, <laughs> pickled herring is, you know, an acquired taste, but it's delicious. <laughs> Just go for it. Your three favorite places to eat in the city, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Tell me, tell me about them. Yes, I do not eat breakfast. So, but I know that there's a place called Atelier September, and it is like the place to go for breakfast for everybody who just loves beautiful breakfast uh, plates. I mean, it's such an, this is especially like an Instagram uh, crazy place, right? And it's like just everybody who comes to Copenhagen who are into breakfast, they go there. Lunch is definitely the Smørbrød restaurant. There's a place called Schönemann. It's one of the oldest the places that there is, but their food is just so, so good. And it's just really the best setting that you could have for like really a trying Danish cuisine. And then going to dinner, well, that is a really tough one. But I would, it also depends, you know, what are you in the mood for, for dinner? I can say, wanna have like, maybe you know south american vibes i would go to yama if i want to have pizza i can go to base if those are there's so many different like options of just great food you want to have like really just like out of this world experience as well with like food and you have the budget for it 
There is a restaurant called Alchemist. And that is just, you know, like this food with like visual aids and hearing aids and they turn it into something that looks crazy. Uh, you know, you're eating like a dead finger, or like a severed finger, and oh, wow. you're, you have like, I think, some like 49 courses and, you know, with like with wine pairings, and it's just, you know, out of this world. But that is something to like travel for if you're like really a foodie. Or like Noma, of course, you know, one of the best restaurants in the world and has been up there for such a long time and is such an institution now in the city. And again, like Noma has really been the driver for this entire foodie wave and like just revolution that we have seen in Copenhagen over the last like 15, 17 years. Wow. What's the, what's the waiting list like for, for Noma? Pretty high. I think it's like every three months they change menus and then it's their first come first serve. But I think they, you know, they just get booked up within um, an hour or two. Right. Yeah. Then, you know, it's just gone. It's then you can like now. go on a waiting list and then just hope for, you know, spots whenever. Cool. Have you have you been? Yeah, and it's it is good. It's definitely delicious. I was there once on this old location, and then when they moved to the new location during Corona, they actually closed down their operation as like a gourmet restaurant, and then they did a uh, a burger bar at Noma with also just like burgers and uh, natural wines, and it was delicious. So and it got so popular now that they actually have this their burger franchise um, wow. as well called uh, Popel. So if you want like a Noma burger there, it is delicious. And they have the best uh, vegetarian burger I have ever tried. Wow. I'm a burger freak. So yes. Oh, then you should definitely try it. <laughs> Great burgers in Copenhagen too, though, I would say. Like in general, like the burger level here is also really high. People are kind of quite often scared or put off by Nordic prices. Like, how, how serious is 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 a bill on an, on it? Like, say a, di a dinner date for two. Let's say, like, you go, you have a nice dinner with some wine, and and you're looking at probably around for two people fifteen hundred to a two thousand kroner. So that would be around the equivalent of around two hundred to two hundred and fifty euro. Whoa. So that's oof, yeah, two hundred and eighty US dollars. That better be a yeah. good. That better be a good fucking burger. <laughs> well, no, no, that's not for a burger, right? I mean, I'll say like you can get a burger combo for twenty euro, like at Noma, you know, like the Pubble Burger with the, the with the fries and everything for twenty euro. Cool. I'm gonna call Uber Eats right now. Maybe we'll like uh, make it while we're still talking. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Unlocked. If you're traveling to Copenhagen, you can contact us directly through the Circa app. And who knows, maybe you can get some personal one-on-one -on -one advice from Frederick just for you. Circa. Love the world you live in, and we'll help you explore it. <laughs>